Welcome back to the Rain in Your Herd podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode where we will teach you how to harness the power of the internet to grow your online herd. I'm Laura. And I'm April. We can't wait to watch your business grow when you implement what you learn from the podcast. Whether you own a stable or a boarding facility, offer riding lessons and horse training, or are building an online membership for equine education, these tips can help you get more clients. Thanks for tuning in. If you're enjoying the podcast, please, please hit subscribe and leave us a review. If you share your business name in your review, you just might hear it in a future episode. Jumping on to say that we have two reviews on our Apple podcast. So first one is from Virtual Workhorse, which is Maureen. She said, love this podcast. Great podcast. So helpful to me while growing my equine business. Aw, thanks, Maureen. Thanks for sharing uh, a review. We really appreciate it. And then another one comes from Annie DB, a lifesaver. The timing of discovering this podcast could not have been more perfect. I'm starting a boutique breeding business, Elite Hanoverian, ooh, fancy, as well as an equine art business promoting commissions for my oil and acrylic paintings of horses, dogs, cats, and other pets. PR is everything, and this podcast is helping me figure out the best ways to get myself in front of the public. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Aw, thanks, Annie. I, I'm so happy that you're loving the podcast, and thanks for leaving a, re- a review. We really appreciate it. Today on episode 24, we have Jessica and Jacqueline from Equivant. Welcome, ladies. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having us. We're so excited to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. Awesome. So to dive right in, can you tell us just like a little bit about Equivant and what your beginning days look like? What made you realize like this is something that we need and we're going to yeah. do it? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. So it um, it kind of started a, a while ago. Um, Jackie and I had both um, been professionals earlier on in our lifetimes and then had kind of transitioned into the corporate world. Um, I personally was working for a a software company and kind of rode horses in the morning or at night and went full amateur status. Um, And then kind of like hid that part about me too. And so Jackie and I um, end up crossing paths on the back of a horse. And um, I was like, hey, I don't know. And at, at the time, Jackie was a professional and she was getting a little bit burnout. And so I was like, hey, I don't know if you want to try the way I'm doing this, but you can, you know, I'm hiring at this company. We can work together in the software world and then spend all of our money on horses, make it elsewhere and then <laughs> spend it in the horse industry. Um, and they're even like in the, my time in the corporate world, um, I'd always like been like, man, this would be really cool if I could merge horses back in this somehow, some way. And um, further down the track, Jackie and I both realized that we worked together really well in that um, kind of tech startup sense. Um, We both like to hustle and then we'd ride our horses, you know, at six in the morning or at six at night, which was super fun. And then um, somewhere along the lines there, I was actually going to move across the country. And so before I've, I've moved lots of times in my life and I was asking everyone that I knew like, Hey, do you, um, do you know anyone in this area? What barns are there? Do you have any recommendations? And it was like a unanimous no across the board. Like, sorry, good luck. You're on your own. And I was like, Oh, sweet. Okay. And so experienced the same thing. It's so painful. And you're like, what? 
Okay. <laughs> Thanks. And, and having done sales and business development at all these software companies, Jackie and I are like ultimate like online social stalkers of how to get contact information. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I'll just go online and I'll like figure this out on my own. Mm-hmm. And um, when I looked online, all I found were these directories that were probably built in the 90s and that was the last time that they were updated as well and I'm scratching my head like are you in business do you are you even alive anymore do you have turnout like what's going on here Um, and it was like each you know I'd searched in a gazillion different ways of all these different ways that we've learned from you know the, the corporate side of world and it just made me realize how word of mouth the horse industry still is and hasn't quite caught up with the way the rest of the world operates um, looking for a gym would be a heck of a lot easier than looking for, you know, a situation for my horse. And I guarantee all of us spend way more money on our horse than we do on us. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that kind of evolved from there and, and Jackie and I, um, started bouncing ideas off each other. And, and again, we already knew that we had worked together really well. So we were able to, um, partner up on, um, creating Equivalent and both of our experiences in the horse world made it pretty easy to figure out, you know, what would be the most valuable because we were struggling with it ourselves. So that was a long-winded story. Oh, no, that's great. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how, like, Laura and I just kind of started working together. We already knew we worked well together. So, like, okay, let's go ahead and jump on it <laughs> together. <laughs> so what do you awesome. think? What do you think, uh, like, sets y'all apart from, you know, other one-stop shops? that have kind of tried to do this before, like really put all the equestrian businesses together or services, because there's, you know, other websites have tried it, but something, you know, just hasn't been as successful as y'all have been. You know, um, that's an interesting question. And I honestly think that um, since we've both had experience outside of the horse industry, um, particularly in startup companies that are in this, like, you know, tech startup scene, trying to figure out the newest, latest trends for all of this. We did really get like um, a enterprise level top down way of how businesses work. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, dealing with businesses that are raising money, getting investors, all of that um, really gave us a clue of what are all the key components of a business. Um, I can't speak for other businesses, but I I know that um, being in the horse industry your whole life is one view mm-hmm. and um, being able to see, you know, from an outsider's perspective, what works in an industry and what can be added to a different industry is really um, given us more of a like holistic approach to the marketing mm-hmm. and, and really being marketers first as professionals um, our whole life or, you know, our whole careers and then um, having the equestrians, you know, growing up on horses kind of makes it be um, one of those things where we can merge both of those worlds together. Yeah. Cause it does seem like it, it almost goes the other way around. We have the love for horses. They have the right intention, but they don't understand all the logistics behind it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I think just going off of that too, like having both been, professional riders we also understand the struggle that a lot of other professionals in our community have as far as not having time to sit down on the computer and like maybe not being great about advertising yourself so I think that understanding both sides has 
has given us a full picture on the best way we could. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's huge. That's huge. Okay, so it seems like maybe somewhat recently you guys have your for sale by owner listings, which it's like the equine eBay, which is a very dangerous <laughs> place for me to go. <laughs> but I happen to have a saddle that I need to sell, and so I was checking it out. Um, it's an endurance saddle, so maybe it's not really what you guys were looking for, but let's pretend that it's, you know, for the English rider. What yeah. would it look like to list and sell that saddle with you guys? Yeah, that's a great question. So we, um, we wanted to make sure first that we start off with the businesses, the B2C side for a while first, because we wanted to really establish the, the brand and make it be a, a focused attention. And now that we've gotten some, um, we've gotten a good amount of people using the site regularly. Um, it's the, everyone kind of understands, I don't want to say the rules, but you know, the theme of everything that's, that's going on to be listed. So that was important for us to kind of establish first and then be able, because during all these conversations, people are like, oh my gosh, but my horse is for sale. Can I put it on there? I'm like, oh, well, it's just businesses right now. And I'm like, you know, we got to the point where it's like, why are we fighting with people? Like, give the people what they want. <laughs> if they want to list their stuff, let them list their stuff. And right now, especially, I think because so many people are either spending time at home or at the barn if they're able to, um, they're cleaning out their stuff. And so it's like, these boots are never going to fit me as much as I paid $1,200 for them. My calves are not going to squeeze into them. It's time to let them go. Mm -hmm. Um, so with, <laughs> Oh man, welcome to my tack room. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's kind of been a, a similar thing. How we built the platform was keeping in mind that you know, a lot of horse trainers are going to be using this. And how many times I've heard, I don't even know how to turn on a computer, um, would come to mind. We want it to be really straightforward and, and intuitive, as intuitive as possible, for people to list their stuff, but also have it be organized on the site. So as a consumer, when you're shopping, you can actually find saddles in the saddle section and not find, you know, some old pair of breaches or something, you know, we wanted to make sure that it, it works from a logical standpoint from a consumer side, as well as those listing their items can do it very easily as well. Absolutely. I'm not yeah. sure if I even answered your question. Sorry, I got yeah. excited there. <laughs> oh, I think you gave a great, like, a great overview of what it is. But so now just kind of tell me like, so what does it look like in terms of you what happens once the listing goes out? Does I get a notification when it sells? Like, how does all that whole thing work? Oh, yeah. Great question. Jackie, do you want to answer that? You're Miss sure. Sales Queen. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so for private listings, you'll see right on our homepage, there's, it's, um, like we said, we wanted to make it really intuitive. So you can just click right on where it says, create a private listing, and you make your account. And once you have your account, you have access to the full back end of the website. So you'll see a place where you can make an ad, which is where it'll pull up all of our taxonomy, which is basically just how we categorize it. So it'll be products versus services and then broken down tack apparel, you know, whatever, whatever makes the most sense for you. And then as you go, it's you just fill in the brand. There's a description. There's a price. All of the information you need. You can add as many photos as you want. If there's the video of, you know, uh, doing like a 360 view, that's awesome. You can add that too. Cool. Yeah. And then you just click submit and it goes 
live instantly on our website. We do vet the listings to make sure that, you know, someone's not selling like a three-legged zebra or, you know, something <laughs> that we don't want our brand to necessarily represent. So they, we do vet them to make sure that it's, you know, something that we feel good about advertising. And then you're live and ready to go on the site and you can log into the back end. You can see how many people have viewed your listing, how many people have clicked it. Once it sells, you get an email notification that is the same as what the customer gets with all of the information, shipping, et cetera, and you're ready to ship your product and sell your stuff. And, and the other thing too is that you're able to have you, the contact information that you choose. An email is a required field um, because you know as orders come in and stuff, you need to be notified instantly. Um, but then people, if you wanna put your phone number on there, people can call you as well. So you'll have, we have all the analytics behind um, the traffic that you're getting or the leads that you're getting. Um, but if you don't want to show your phone number, you can also hide that as well. So it's up to the personal oh. preference there. Yeah. Yeah. I know even for, I mean, for anyone who trains or does lessons, like those people have rooms upon rooms of saddles yep. and it's a lot of work to, you know, sell them individually. And you could just go through that room and say, I'm going to, everything I haven't touched in the last five years is going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> List or they list them on sites that are like not horse related at all. So then it's like you're not getting the right eyes to them. So right. on this website, you're getting the right eyes to your so product. If you have like nice brands of saddles, it's not about whether or not they will sell. It's about just getting them in front of the right person. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and yeah, our exactly. community has been pretty, um, we've got a very like active community, I'd say that our even if they're not the people who are showing every weekend, they're the people who are at the barn spending at least, you know, three, at least four days a week at the barn, you know, yeah. petting their horse. Most of them own multiple horses because we all know they're like potato chips and you can't have just one. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I know. I don't know how long I've got. I've gone away with it for a little bit with just having one right now, but my daughter's getting a little older, so I'm sure there'll be another one. Oh, your time today. will come. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's definitely a pony in your future. Yes, yes, but I'm excited about that. Um, so <laughs> we know the website is um, kind of, it seems like right now, directed towards English disciplines. Is there um, a want to kind of have it for Western disciplines too, or is that not really something you're looking forward to? Yeah, you know, it's funny that you bring that up because this has been a hot topic um, it, it, the whole, when we started off, you know, we're like, okay, let's start on what we know. Mm -hmm. And Jackie and I have both done eventing dressage and hunter jumpers. So that's right. where we started. Obviously those disciplines work really well together as far as services and everything go. Mm -hmm. Um, but even when we were initially starting, we're like, eventually we should look at Western eventually, you know, racing and polo, um, all of all horse people still groom their horse, all horse people, you know, um, give feed their horses. <laughs> mm -hmm. So there's a lot of crossover and we are noticing that a lot more people, you know, the, the casual trail rider still is in needing equipment and boots and stuff like that for them and their horse. So, um, it is on the roadmap. It feels like it is approaching maybe sooner than later. Um, but there's no set timeline on, on when that will be. Gotcha. Oh, perfect. I was just curious about that myself. So yeah, a little bit no, like in the both worlds. 
So. Yeah, no, the past couple of weeks, it's been like popping up and popping up. I'm like, is this a sign from the universe that yeah. <laughs> it's, it's coming soon? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, oh, like I over mean, here in Germany, I've been like in the dressage world a lot, and then with my guy, he's more kind of built more for Western dressage or ranch riding. We've even kind of jumped into cutting, so I'm always in like both worlds. So, oh yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of crossover. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can tell you that my $500 rescue pony um, eats her $500 worth of supplements without. <laughs> 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 drop of a hat <laughs> so it's, yeah it's like everybody is learning that taking good care of your animal yeah costs the same and the proper yeah. nutrition is huge and so it is it totally applies to everybody i think yeah. usually um the less expensive the purchase price was the more expensive the maintenance was is what i'm learning <laughs> yeah yeah my, yeah. my off the track horse versus you know the my warm blood i'm like oh yeah. okay i see you make you all balance out in the end here yeah really <laughs> We we have a hard rule in our house to never tally up any totals. <laughs> but this is perfect because our halfway segment of the podcast, we always take a little break from talking about business and just talk about our horses. So each of you go ahead, introduce your horses. Tell us what you're working on right now, what you're having fun with. Give us the lowdown on the horse life. Go for it, Jackie. Sure. Yeah, I can go first. Um, I have a coming seven-year-old warm blood. She's a gray. Her name's Amari. Um, I started her myself and she is as sassy as they come. We <laughs> were hoping to step into the meter 20s once the show season sort of kicks off. So we're, we're working really hard on fitness and um, trying to also make it fun. She's a mare, so she demands um, for me to tell her she's pretty 14 times before I ride her and give her 45 cookies. So we have a lot of rules. I'm very proud also. I just recently taught her how to smile on command. Oh, and wow. there is nothing that makes me giggle like when my horse smiles when I ask her to. I love that. <laughs> um, and then I have my um, first horse who's now 28. He's become my boyfriend's and my mom's uh, trail horse. He loves going out on trail and demands to go out at least three to four days a week. Um, and then his girlfriend is um, my little horse, Coco. She's a Zangershide mare that I do preliminary eventing with. I, um, at the beginning of the year, wanted to qualify for our first two-star, but that I'm not sure it's quite so doable anymore, but that's okay. We're still having fun and um, rocking and rolling. And then um, I have an off the track thoroughbred my mom and I rescued together. And um, we did a little beginner novice um, eventing at the beginning of the year and a few small hunter jumper shows doing the meters. And um, he's just a fun little project and we're going to see how he goes. That's awesome. I love the trick training or like you like the little lips and kissing and stuff. I, that's what I want to do some fun of that stuff like that with my. Oh husband. my gosh, I'm, I'm a big fan. I have to say, next I'm gonna teach her how to, like sit. I have a whole, <laughs> I have a whole dance routine. So stay tuned, guys. Oh, oh gosh, I love that. <laughs> I have to share that on the Instagram account for sure. <laughs> oh, I will. Keep your eyes out. <laughs> 
She did put together a little video for the training your horse. You like how my finger is like, this is how you <laughs> teach your horse how to smile. <laughs> we'll send over with you guys. But as a fellow mare mom, I want to really know when you're like in the middle of the like mare sass moment when they're like telling you how what a horrible person you are. Can you stop <laughs> everything and make her smile at that point? <laughs> I Yes. Yes is the answer to that question. <laughs> no, I need that in my life. I need to just be like, and now you smile at me. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely a good tool to have in your back pocket, especially in those mare moments. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, so now we've had all our fun about our horses. We have to talk about horses for sure. Um, so I know there's a couple different accounts that you can have <laughs> on the website. Um, you can, you know, of course, be a purchaser of the um, items that are on there, but you can have a business account as well. So what's all kind of entailed in a business account? Um, how does that work, kind of that process? Because I know you can do it for services since I have a couple of my services up there and such. So if you could just kind yeah. of explain. Sure. Yeah. So we've got a couple different. Um, so our business model is subscription based. Um, for services, um, businesses can list unlimited services that they have. So if you're a horse trainer, horse trainers are a little bit of their own breed because they've got services, but they've also got horses for sale. Um, they could also have jobs. So I like to say it's, it's choose your own adventure. Every business is a little bit different and um, each business at that point in their life might be focusing on one thing or another. Um, so if a particular barn is a sale barn, they can list all their horses for sale. They can also list that they have a consignment program or do offer full training. Um, so that's one flavor. And, and for each of the different subscriptions, everyone has a, their own login where they can see all of the analytics behind each individual ad performance. Um, and then we work with a lot of businesses that sell products. Um, so those businesses are, we have an e-commerce functionality on the site. So they're able to list all of the products that they have available. Um, we, when a sale comes in, we're able to process that order just as we were describing for the private listings. Um, the, the business, the seller, the buyer, and Equivant all get a copy of what was purchased. And so that works as a little bit of a checks and balance to make sure that the order is delivered on time. Um, once we get that tracking number back, from the business, okay, we're putting this in the mail, then we're able to release payment to the business um, pretty instantly. And, and you know, it's up to the business if they wanna be paid through PayPal or through um, the bank. We do take a small commission on the um, sales that transact through the site. And then um, we've got another flavor, which is a, a corporate subscription. So that's really meant for businesses that have representatives um, in multiple locations. So as the, the, the corporation, you're able to control all the imagery, the branding. Um, if you wanna set your prices across the board, you can do that. But then the real value is um, from the business, you're actually promoting sales at the retailer level or the distributor level. So driving those leads, um, either if you have, you know, say saddle reps are a great example, um, each, the corporate brand can promote and um, feed their their reps so their reps are doing really well and then it gets divvied out automatically as far as who's getting the leads in their respective area so um, those are the three we do um, 
included in those memberships. Um, we, we really like to promote the businesses that we work with. Our whole motto is like, if we can all help each other, then everyone wins. So um, those businesses we like to do blogs on, we, we highly encourage the businesses and professionals that we work with to do educational content because everyone gets a little something out of it. And they're like, oh wow, I didn't know that. And then it builds credibility and people learn something. So it's a win-win all around in, a, in our opinion. Um, and then we like to do, you know, different, if someone's doing something really cool, we like to shout it out on social media or, or in email campaigns and really, you know, make sure that we're all helping each other in this sense. Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask too. Like, what do you think is the most unique listing you've seen? Like recently I went on there and I saw Piper from Plaid Horse Magazine. She's doing like an yeah. online course. I thought that was so <laughs> cool. Like just yeah. advertising on the website and what she's doing and everything. So I thought that was really unique. You know, it's kind of interesting because there have been a few times where someone's like, well, how about equine law? And I'm like, oh, that's the thing. Yeah, let's put it on there. Yeah. And so <laughs> the cool thing about, you know, Jackie and I working together is that we have the ability to make changes like that. I'm like, yeah, if you want that, I didn't even, you know, some things don't even cross your mind. That's a service or a, a product in the equine industry, but we've got the flexibility to make those adjustments literally in minutes um, to add different categories as well. Really cool. But I, I like I'd say I was most surprised by an equine lawyer, I think, because we were just starting off and I was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like there's so many. <laughs> yeah, yeah and I would, I would say, one that has stuck with me once all of the travel bans are lifted. There's one of our partners advertises where you can go and ride horses for a month in France and they give you like lessons and you get to trail ride through French vineyards and ride all their sail horses. And oh, that's man. just sounds like heaven to me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, and, okay. Now, now we're on a like rabbit hole, but um, we did just, we're working with a guy in um, Holland who you can, he'll arrange you to lease a horse for a month or two months in Europe and he organizes all of the shows and everything for you. And I was like, I was always wondering how people like pulled that all off. Yeah. But you know, you meet people like that and they do. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. I love that. It's really neat. Gosh. I'm not even. <laughs> Are you drooling? Are you yeah, like, <laughs> I'm not even my flexible business to yeah. its full capacity. Obviously, I need to throw my laptop in my backpack and go to Europe. <laughs> right? There you go. <laughs> If you haven't noticed, we have significantly upgraded our logo. We want to give an enormous thank you to Madison at Old Homestead Marketing. We were those pain in the butt clients who had no idea what we wanted. And she took our horses, our faces, and our podcast concept and came up with the perfect logo for our brand. Fun, lighthearted, and of course, with our horses right at our sides. If you want a logo for your business, head on over to oldhomesteadmarketing.com. So I, I think it's important that we also shout out that we have free listings for nonprofits. We think it's really important to give back to our community. And there's a lot of people that do a lot, especially for like racehorses and neglected horses, as well as veterans and people that might be struggling with their mental health. That's, that's also a huge side of our industry. And we all know how special it is with that we, that relationship that we have with our horses and how much it can help. So you know, wanting to give back and help horses and people in our community that can 
use it is really important to us. Okay. That's awesome. Cause in my spare time, I help my manager rescue. Um, so we have to make it on. <laughs> Let's sign you up. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So then our listing just basically says like, help us out, donate, volunteer, all that good stuff. Yeah. yeah. You're good. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. We, um, you can promote whatever you want. So whether it's educational or asking for donations or just, you know, spreading the word about a cause people might not know about, we, you can customize it to whatever you want so that people, you know, can learn more and then donate in whatever way is easiest for you. That is fantastic. Thank you. Awesome. I'm excited. <laughs> awesome. We are too. It takes oh. about two minutes to get it all set up so we can do that after Laura. <laughs> okay so now that our listeners kind of understand really what you offer and who you're targeting um kind of tell us a little bit about your marketing process so you're super close to ten thousand followers on instagram so congratulations for that <laughs> thank you that thank you Ernie, like well, how long has that taken how did you do it what is it what does it look like um it's taken a lot of brainstorming <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Jackie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um so our business is two-ish years old. Um, so you know, it's taken about that long to get to ten thousand followers. I think what we try to do is as horse people think about what we're most interested in and what we would like to learn about the most so that we can connect with our followers and say, like, here's this really awesome product or service, or this can help you and your horse in this way. And just spreading the word like that, I think, has really resonated with a lot of the people so that it's when you do follow us, you're learning something and you're finding products that you might not otherwise find, or, you know, services, training tips, whatever it is. We just want it to be really like valuable for horse people in general. And I think anyone who runs an Instagram account knows that it's like, 24 seven monitoring and responses and like just trying to be be really active so that you know you keep keep everyone interested and enjoying what's coming out that's huge that that is it right there and <laughs> people are like frustrated by the fact that they're not growing and I'm like that 24 7 <laughs> thing is real <laughs> you gotta do it all the time yeah it's very true I think a, another piece too is is really talking to people of all ages because the 16-year-olds know something about social media that we missed. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and then but also listening to the 65-year-olds as well that have a, li a little bit more of the old school marketing tactics. Mm -hmm. Um it's it's definitely a balance and it's all about being adaptive i think to what's around you and not being set and well we made this plan like i can't tell you how many plans we've made and they're like that's not gonna work now we gotta scrap that and start over something new so i think they're listening to our friends inside and outside of the horse industry um as well as just business owners um both in and out of the horse industry has been hugely valuable for us yeah, and just, just one more thought on that, too. I think it's really important to look at businesses outside of the horse industry and, like, take a little bit from everything. So if you have a favorite clothing brand or food company or restaurant or something that you really like what they're doing, it's important to 
you know, put all of the pieces together so that you can have a whole picture of what, what your brand can do and offer. That is so perfect. April and I were talking about exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> websites that were outside of the horse industry right before you guys hopped on. And I was like, I love her website. I want to do this. So yeah. It's- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were having some fun about business ideas and how we come up with them and offers and stuff. We're like, maybe we should do an episode on this ideas and such. And awesome. I love that. I know that y'all are kind of uh, creating a community now too. Um, I think it was recently I saw an email about Facebook group and having the small businesses and such. How is that going and how has that kind of helped? Has that, you know, have you seen any growth from that or like, are you just trying to create that community? Like what is your idea with that? So um, in all honesty, it was a great idea and we like launched it and then we kind of forgot about it. <laughs> I shouldn't say we forgot about it. Just like for like a week and a half, two weeks, we're like, oh wait, remember we made that thing? Oh, and yeah. that happens oh, yeah. in in business all the time. I'm sure you guys know. So we're like, wait, oh, hold yeah. on, we had a goal. So it's kind of like ringing it back in. Like we wanted to make this group, and you know, I think that's one big piece with having so many different channels of people finding you. Mm-hmm. You also have to manage all of those different channels. Um, so the the whole goal for the group was to provide useful reviews, services, products, you know, what's actually working for businesses, for riders. Does the, you know, sticky grip actually make you stick to your horse better? Does, you know, this and that, and, and talking about favorite brands or, you know, what's not working. I tried TikTok and it was a total bomb or, you know, does anyone know anything that can help me with this and that? So um, our goal was really just to, to have all the businesses that we work with and the brand ambassadors kind of help each other figure out all of the different ways you can communicate with people. But that is huge because social proof is so important. You have to have social proof to sell online. It's the only way to show people. So if you can create a space where people can try each other's stuff out and give each other that's a good goal. Go back. Go back. It's <laughs> <laughs> so important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's really needed. That's cool. I hope. I hope you guys. I know. I know it's hard, but I hope you find the time. <laughs> no, I, it's just funny because like this week, I'm like, well, hold on, we gotta bring it back to this thing, and it it was probably a week and a half that went by where it was quiet. We like launched it, and then we're like, oh yeah, we have to do that thing again, but. <laughs> that's part of that's part of doing stuff yeah 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 but stay tuned it's 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 still happening and still growing and we're still excited about it yeah so tell us speaking of your millions of projects tell us about your you know your vision for equivant into the future yeah so i think our vision is to make um equivant as usable for equestrians as possible um and that's the the thing is that the more people that use it the more the businesses are able to keep being in business and so it is um really empowering the small businesses to be found and be searched and we don't want it to be you have to spend a gazillion dollars every month to be found we want it to be a very niche audience which would be the horse community um, that can find stuff that actually works for them. Um, 
I bought a few things off of, you know, Amazon in the past and it's, you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> you know, it's great for toilet paper and, and stuff that everyone in the whole world needs, but not, not for horse specific stuff. I got boots that were like two different brands and different sizes and all of that. So um, really having a place that's for horse people to find whatever it is they're looking for um, next to them, you know, close by. So, you know, in a, in a perfect world, we work with every single equine business um, across the U.S. and then launch across the world. Um, we, we do have a couple of businesses in Europe and in Australia that we do work with. Obviously, Canada, too. I consider that part of the U.S. sometimes. Um, yeah. But making it be so that way, you know, riders or equestrians of any kind have the tools that they need to take the best care of their horses. I love that. Yeah, I think it's well said. And I, I think just to summarize that, we just want to be able to support every part of our community. So we want to support the tried and true brands that have been around forever, help them find customers. We want to support the average equestrian who's looking for whatever they might need for their horse. And we really want to support small businesses who are trying to make it and trying, you know, they have this awesome product and they need to tell people about it and help with their advertising and, you know, have, have their name be out there right next to the big guys so that customers can, you know, pick what's best for them. Oh, perfect. That's fantastic. Alrighty, ladies. So speaking of that Facebook group and your Instagram, tell our listeners how they can find you and connect with you. Yeah, so you can find us um, on Facebook. Uh, you'll see Equivant as the main page. We do have an Equivant group um, where you can find those product reviews um, as well as service reviews, et cetera, or tips and tricks for businesses. And then um, on Instagram, we're at Equivant. Awesome. And on TikTok, I just made a TikTok. Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I was just going <laughs> to and that's at Equivant. Yeah. And, and, if, <laughs> and always um, check out Equivant.com as well to see everything that we offer. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, report yeah, back recently. We are also, April more than me, April's experimenting with videos. I'm just getting sucked into the TikTok void. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slippery slope for sure. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then you just keep coming. Yeah. I understand why it's so addictive. Yeah. yeah, especially when you get into like the loop of all the horse people are like, oh my gosh, how did they do that? Oh man, <laughs> totally. It's really, it's bad. It's a big thing. Well, Jessica and Jacqueline, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited that y'all were on the, this episode and on our podcast. Thank you so much for having us. This is awesome. Um, we're excited to, to help each other. Yeah, thank you so much, you guys. That was really fun. Thanks again for listening to this podcast episode. To find out more information on our podcast episodes, make sure you check out our website, reininyourherd.com. You can also find us on multiple social media platforms such as YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. I'm April Hardiman, and I'm the owner of Make It Rain, where I help equine businesses grow ex their exposure online, either through social media, email marketing, SEO, membership websites, or all the techie stuff. I'm just your average tech-savvy equestrian. And if you want to know how to grow your herd, make sure you go check out my Facebook group called Grow Your Herd. And I'm Laura, the word wrangler. 
I help horse business owners grow their online communities without being slimy, salesy, or sleazy. I love writing and telling online stories and teaching other people to do the same. So that's exactly what I do through my business, Unbridled Content Marketing. If you want to learn more about creating a community around your business, come check out my Facebook group, The Word Wranglers Community.